This is Consequences, and I'm Bridge B. Um, there's this woman by the name of Michelle Carter. You may have heard the news. If, if not, <clears throat> I'm going to lay it out for you. Um, 20 years old, just got sentenced to 20 years in prison. Um, and, you know, when I say that, when I say, you know, 20 years old, sentenced to 20 years in prison, the immediately the, the immediate thing that comes to your mind is, OK, well, somebody must have died. Right. She must have murdered someone or be in, you know, been involved in an activity, you know, and, and, and someone's dead. And you're you're right. But she didn't. Let me just tell this. Let, let me tell the story. Michelle Carter uh, is guilty of manslaughter in Massachusetts, second degree manslaughter. And she sent a series of text messages which ended up in a suicide. Yeah, it culminated in a phone call. So this guy was in his truck um, and had, had released all kinds of fumes into his truck and was was attempting to commit suicide. And she was, you know, texting him, apparently, uh, and and egging him on to commit suicide. So he steps out of his truck. He can't handle the fumes in his in his vehicle anymore. And he steps out of the truck, at which point she calls him and tells him to get back in the truck. Yeah, she tells him to get back in the truck. He gets in uh, and she just listens to him die. <clears throat> me and uh, me and my girlfriend, Rachel, were just having a conversation about this. And it's like there are some kind of things that there are evil things that don't look evil when compared to this story, you know, I, you know, I, I said, okay, what if you found, you know, what if I, I came up to you, you know, in a dark alley, you know, stole your purse and ran off? Or what if somebody, you know, uh, you know, beat you up, uh, you know, stole everything from you, uh, you know, murdered you and took your wallet? Those types of things don't seem evil compared to convincing a person to commit suicide uh, and listen to them die. Uh, over the phone. So the, the question is, should the consequence be 20 years uh, in prison? I'm, I'm going to meet with some buddies of mine to, to talk about this, to talk about this. It's just so interesting um, because it has some implications, right, that are scary on both sides. Wherever you land on this issue, there's some creepy, uh, you know, type of implications that I mean, what about, you know, on Facebook? If you say something rude on I'm a fan of battle rap, by the way, like what about URL? KOTD. What kind of things can you say and, and are you liable now for what someone does as a result of the things you say? And there's a couple of theories of justice uh, that I wanted to talk about. The, the consequentialist theory of justice, that's the first theory, which says that uh, essentially a, a consequentialist theory of justice would say the reason we punish people, the reason we lock people up, for instance, is because of the consequence of doing that. Right. Uh, you're going to be put in jail because the streets are safer without you in them. Right. That's a consequentialist theory. But then there's a retributive theory of justice, which says you should be locked up because it's what you deserve. What's interesting is that this lady, Michelle Carter, seems to be very deserving of, of both of those things. And I, I know that there would be a lot of people who disagree with me on that. And I, I hope that you, uh, you know, you call in, you. Uh, you you leave a comment on, on what you think, where you land. Should is twenty years too much? Is it too little? Should it be life? The judge called her words a murder weapon. Imagine that. Can you say he's wrong?
He said her words were the murder weapon. Right? Kind of sound a little bit, uh, you know, 1984. George Orwell. Um, I hope it's 1984. If it's not 1984, I sound really stupid. It's been a long time since I read it. Um, it's, it's, it's really trippy. Um, her words were the murder weapon. And now the consequence is 20 years in prison as a 20 year old woman. Uh, so, so, so of course you're going to get the, uh, you're going to get the side of this, you know, people that are freaked out on both sides, but there's one side of this saying, uh, you know, you shouldn't be, oh man, I got to, I have seven seconds. I'm going to return. Stay tuned. And, and, and we're going to keep talking about this. We're going to keep the discussion going. All right. So ran out of time on that one. I apologize. We're back. Um, and this one is not going to take as long. I'm, I'm, I'm going to sum things up. I really wish I could get, uh, my big brother Lavoisier, uh, to comment on this one. Uh, he's with grow the heck up. I think he's number 16 right now in the charts. Definitely, definitely, uh, subscribe, favorite it, um, share, grow the heck up. Uh, that's, that's, that's my big brother. Always, uh, wisdom, uh, coming from his direction. But I, I want to continue this woman, Michelle Carter. 20 years old, about to do 20 years in prison for a series of text messages and a culminating phone call that led to the death uh, of, a, of a man. I apologize, his, uh, his name escapes me. You can look this up. Look up, my, you know, Michelle Carter, uh, murder charges. So, you know, there, where I left off in the, in the previous one, um, there is a side, you know, there's people who are going to say, okay, well, this is scary. Because what can I say now? What can I be held liable for? If I say something like, you know, I hate you or I wish you were dead uh, and then somebody goes and kills themselves, should I be held uh, responsible for that? And I understand where people who say that are coming from. I get it. Right. To, to, to what degree does this impact freedom of speech uh, negatively? And is this the norm now? Uh, in Massachusetts, of course, the attorneys are uh, her attorneys are trying to appeal this and, you know, saying you know, her response, her being responsible for this is absurd. But is it absurd? I mean, think of it. What kind of thing can you say to a kid? Right. What if this was a six year old? Right. And so see right now. Now our our psyche is starting to flip a little bit. Now she's responsible when you say, OK, well, what if the person were six? And, and you said this and you said something which which led a six year old to hurt him or herself. Or what if you did uh, the same thing to somebody who's mentally retarded, right? Uh, if you did something or if you told them something which led them to behave in a way uh, which ended up uh, you know, with them being injured, now are you responsible, right? And it's a little bit easier to, to see things now from that perspective. And I would just carry on to say, uh, is a person who's on the verge of suicide and actively attempting to commit suicide, uh, unstable, right? That that person is is, is unstable. Uh, to, then to what degree, and I, I'm not trying to stretch it, to what degree are they in the same situation as a child or a mentally handicapped person being on the verge of suicide? And to what degree are you responsible for that person? Do we have responsibility for each other as a society? If someone's laying, uh, you know, in an alleyway and, you know, he and he's having an, an asthma attack, or, or you know, let's say he's having a heart attack, right? You know, and he gets my attention 
you know, and he's, he's you know, he, he can't speak. He's patting his chest. You know, he lets me know he's having a heart attack. And let's say that instead of instead of calling the police, instead of calling the ambulance or instead of just walking away and ignoring him, I sit across from him in the alley and just watch him die. Well, uh, to what degree am I responsible for the death? To what degree am I responsible in your eyes? Give me the comment. Let me know. Uh, give me the feedback. I'd, I'd definitely love to hear uh, any and all perspectives on this one. Um, and, and, and the thing is, and, and I mean, I, I'm going to I'm going to end it on this. What's the reason we put people in jail? I mean, we talked about, you know, retributive theories of justice, consequentialist theories of justice. But at the end of the day, the reason we lock people up is because we are all safer without them. I mean, imagine I was on the verge of suicide. I've never I've never imagined suicide before. I've, I've never thought about doing that. Um, you know, thank God. You know, I'm, I'm not saying I'm above anyone who, who's contemplated that. But let's say I was on the verge of suicide, right? The last thing that I would want, the me now, right, uh, who, who, who is not suicidal, who doesn't have those tendencies, the me now would hate to know her. <laughs> you know, if, if I were to get to that point where I am suicidal, that's a person who I would hope would already be in jail, right? Um, let me know your thoughts. This is the consequence.